The world is looking at the church as people who have a pie-in-the-sky mentality and not as people who truly are kingdom people, that we live differently than they live. We are not like normal folk on this earth, but we have the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords dwelling inside of us. watching His Word TV. My name is Pastor Michael Spencer from His Tabernacle Family Church, and I want to say thank you for tuning in this week. We know that God has a word for you from His Word. Now, the Word is powerful. It changes us from the inside out. The Word is supernatural. In fact, I'm expecting, as you're watching today, according to Psalms 107, He sent His Word to heal you. I'm declaring healing this morning in your body. I'm declaring healing this morning in your mind. I'm declaring healing this morning in your family and restoration in your life. Jesus has a master plan for you. Let's get to the main sanctuary. Let's hear the word of God that will transform your life. I love this message, and I've, I've preached this message different times throughout my uh, time of being here, but this is a constant reminder. I've recently had people say to me, Pastor, I've heard that before. I don't care if you've heard it before. Are you living it? You see, because if you heard it before, that's nice. I preached it before. I've been preaching for 33 years. I don't know what kind of message I haven't preached. I've taught rock-solid faith. In fact, I wrote the books. I've taught that for, for decades, and I still learn every single time I pick it up. Let me tell you something. It's not what you've learned. It's what you use. It's not what you know. It's how you use what you know. And you see, sometimes we just need a little reminder. Can I hear an Amen. And this is the year that God is reminding us because we cannot live like normal church folk. Turn to somebody and say, you aren't a normal church folk. That's right, you can't live normal. We are unstoppable, the supernatural church. We are not normal, we're peculiar. Look at someone and say, you are definitely peculiar. Amen, you're peculiar. The Bible calls you a peculiar people. And it's important that the world recognizes that the church is not like they are. The world is looking at the church as people who have a pie-in-the-sky mentality and not as people who truly are kingdom people, that we live differently than they live. We are not like normal folk on this earth, but we have the King of kings and the Lord of lords dwelling inside of us. Come on now. The same Holy Spirit, he that was at creation, is inside of you. We either believe that or we don't believe that. We either live that or we don't live that. We either like the world or we're not like the world. We either do what they do or we do what God does. This is the difference. There must be a difference. There must be a difference. We don't face trials and tribulations the same way the world does. I said amen. We don't face sickness the same way the, the, the world does. Say amen. 
It's not that we don't believe in doctors. I thank God for doctors or half the church or more would already be dead because healing's not taught in most churches any longer. I thank God for doctors. I thank God for the nurses. I thank God for those who help. But I want you to know there is still only one healer and his name is Jesus Christ. Can I hear an amen? You see, we are unstoppable. The supernatural church. But we're not unstoppable because we're powerful. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 says this. Finally, my brethren, if I shall finally... What's the word finally mean? The end. Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. The word power there is kratos. It means dominion. If I shout, I got dominion. It means dominion. It means strength. It means manifested power. You see, we are not strong in who we are. Some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but I trust in the name of the Lord my God. When we understand this, we don't live the same way because Christ has given us something that the world does not have. You see, Christ has given us his authority. We've already preached on this. The word is exousia. Say exousia. It is the Greek word that means delegated authority. It means acting on behalf of somebody else. You see, today you and I, we are not just some Christianettes waiting for uh, the, either the eastern sky to crack because of the rapture or that we take our last breath, but we are here on assignment. Turn to someone and say, I got an assignment. Come on, tell somebody else, I got a purpose. Tell somebody else, I live destiny. You see, when you understand this, you can't walk in your power, but you have to be sent by somebody because power that is not sent is rebellious and stolen. But when authority is given, power is released according to the element that it is released from. And our God is all powerful. Can I hear an amen? Our God is omnipresent everywhere at one time. Can I hear an amen? My God is omniscient, all knowing. He knows all things, even the very thoughts in your head. My God is supernatural. There's nothing impossible. If you only believe, my God is not weak, but my God is strong. That's who sent you. That's who sent you. Not another man, not a religion, not a church, but Christ himself has called you. He has appointed you. He has anointed you to go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. And whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. We wanted to give you an opportunity to give today. That's right, I said give. Man, there's nothing better than giving to the kingdom of God. There are three types of giving in the scripture. You have tithe, you have alms, and you have seed. Tithe is a tenth. It belongs to your home church. The Bible says bring it to the storehouse. That's right. Bring it to your home church, man. I want you to know that as God will bless you, God will use you, and he'll open the windows of heaven, Malachi chapter 3, and pour out a blessing you cannot even contain. Alms, it's giving to poor people. The Bible says don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. What you do in private, God will reward you in open. So God wants to bless you by giving to poor people. And then the third, which is what's going to happen here, is you have the privilege to sow into good ground where souls are being saved, bodies are being healed, lives are being changed. That's what God is doing at His Tabernacle Family Church and through His Word TV. 
There are different ways you can give, and we want to give you the privilege and opportunity. Number one, you can mail it to us at His Tabernacle at P.O. Box 189, Horseheads, New York, 14845. Or you can text to give, 84321, a dollar sign and what you'll give, and it will take you and prompt you for the first time and take you through a process of registering. Or you can give right online at hisword.tv or hisTabernacle.com. I want you to know we appreciate all the sowing, all the giving. We appreciate it because God has great things available and great things to happen. And thank you for sowing into God's kingdom. He gave us his name. The world, the devil wants to diminish his name. He does not want his name to be used and understood in the authority that God gave us in because if we start using the name of Jesus in the authority that God has granted us, then things are going to move from heaven to earth and earth has to submit to heaven. Can I hear an amen? You see, when we understand the name of Jesus, when we understand the power in the name of Jesus, we are no longer just as weak fleshly human that's walking on the planet, but we are supernaturally endued because we are backed by heaven itself. Say amen. Amen. Acts chapter 3 verse 16 says this, through faith in the name of Jesus. This man was healed. You have known him crippled. He was before. Faith in Jesus' name has healed him before your eyes. Faith in the name of Jesus. Now, names are powerful. How many of you got a name? Not everybody. That's okay. We will name you later. How many of you got a name in the house? How many of you got two names? Isn't it amazing that we have a bunch of individual names? And what's cool about each individual name is In every name, there is a level of authority. How do I know that? Because my kids would go to my wife and dad and say, Dad said I could. (laughs) How many of you had your kid do that to you? Dad said I could. Well, there's authority in the name of dad. But what's interesting is I'm dad over my family. But you're dad over your family. I can walk up to you and say, hey, dad. I need 50 bucks. And you're going to look at me and say, Dad who? (laughs) Why? Because that dad does not carry the same authority as the other dad. Amen. Each dad carries a different authority. Each mom carries a different authority. Each Judy carries a different authority. Each Martha. Do we have any Marthas in the house? No Marthas. I didn't say Martha. Do we have anybody with like the same name? Do we have like, say your name. Jen, is there any Jens in the house? One, two, three, four. You've said your name is, you said you you were a mother and you stood up. Imposter, don't take somebody's name. What I'm trying to show you is the the name is a name. But when the name carries authority behind the name, something can be accomplished with that name. You see, when my kids came up to me and said, Ma said we could do something, I had to make a choice. 
Fight or give in? I always gave in. Come on now, pick your battles. Can I hear an amen from the men? Pick your battles. When you give in, it's not that you aren't authoritative, but you recognize that she carries a level of authority too. There are different levels of authority in our lives. Understanding authority is everything because the authority that you submit to is the authority that will use you. That was tweetable. The authority you submit to is the authority that will use you. So when people say, well, you know, I'm praying in the name of Jesus, but they're not born again, you've got to recognize there is no authority behind that name. But when you and I as believers, as sons and daughters of God, the Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 28 that Jesus was given all authority. How much is all? All is still all. Christ was given all authority and then he gave us authority. He gave us a commission. He gave us a directive. Go act like I would act. Go do what I would do. Go say what I would say. In fact, Jesus said it this way in John chapter 14. He said, greater work shall you do because I go to the Father. Why and how is that possible? Because even though he ascended to the right hand of the Father, he gave us a commission. He gave us his authority. He gave us his name. That name is not like any other. That name moves everything else. Oh, this is important. How many executive decisions have we seen from the federal government and from our state government when they don't, they don't talk to anybody, they just sit down, they formulate what they want to do, and they sign their name, and then all the state has to back them. I want you to know as powerful as that is, that God is even more powerful. And God has signed his name through the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. We are not weak, but we are strong. We are standing in the power of his dominion. Ooh, come on now. Uh, standing in the power of his dominion. That means when we speak in the name of Jesus, it's not us speaking, but it's him speaking. And when God speaks, all the earth submits. But as a believer, if you don't have faith in his name, then it's just like every other name. This is where we've come into controversy in the body of Christ. People don't believe and have faith in the name of Jesus. I want you to realize Jesus was a normal name back in those days. You see, the name Jesus is also the same name as Joshua. You see, that was not a, an abnormal name. In fact, there are people today in the Latino community, their name is Jesus. But they are not the same Jesus. Why is that? Because the name is not just what it holds in authority. It's who's standing behind the name. And you see, this is what we've got to have an epiphany of. This is what we've got to have revelation of. And that is, 
We're not serving a religion. We are not serving a dead God. We are serving the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And there's nothing impossible if you believe. And when we start recognizing this, the name of Jesus takes on a whole different meaning. Why? Because when we speak it, we know heaven is backing us. Say amen. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 through 11 says this, Therefore God elevated him in the place of the highest honor and gave him the name that is above all other names. And that name, excuse me, that at the name of Jesus. Come on, shout the name of Jesus. Jesus. I can't hear you shout Jesus. Jesus. Come on, shout Jesus. Jesus. Oh, hell hates it when you say that name and you have faith in it. Hell shudders when you get up in the morning, when you have faith in the name of Jesus. The world doesn't understand who you are. They just see your face. They see your hair. They see your eyes. They see your clothes. But inside, they don't see the Messiah who dwells inside of you. And they don't understand the authority and the dominion that you carry as a son and daughter of God. But if we don't have faith in the name, then when we speak, speak it, it's just like the person that's cussing over in the corner. That in the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. And every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. You see, this right here is showing, and I preached this four years ago, about the different jurisdictions. How many of you remember the message on jurisdictions? On the jurisdictions, you see, a police officer has a certain jurisdiction that they're allowed to travel within. And also, as you and I as believers, we have a jurisdiction to dwell inside of as well. Because I want to remind you that we have the name of Jesus. And at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. Watch. On the earth under the earth and above the earth. You and I have authority in his name. In our own strength, we are weak. In our own strength, we are frail. In our own strength, we are unwise. But in the name of Jesus Christ, God has called us to stand firm and call those things which are not as though they already are. We are not weak, but we are strong because we stand in the dominion. We stand in the authority. We stand in the dunamis power. We stand in Jesus Christ, and we can say into this mountain, be thou removed, be cast into the sea, and do not doubt, and we shall have what we ask. You know, I love reading the book of Acts because the Acts is the season that we're in right now. But I, that, was, that was written a long time ago. But the church age hasn't stopped. So we're still living the book of Acts. In fact, there's no formal ending to the book of Acts. Now I want to remind you, the disciples walked with Jesus. They talked with Jesus for three years. They hung out with Jesus for three years. He showed them how to heal the sick. He showed them how to use his name. He showed them how to use the authority. He showed them how to use the power. He showed them and taught them, not just with words, but with deeds as well. But here we are. We've got to recognize the authority that we have in the name of... In the name of... In the name of Jesus. Acts chapter 3, verse 1 says this. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. 
And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, who they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple. So here's this guy from his mother's womb. That means he was always, come on now, he was always crippled in his body. He was always somebody with deficiency in his physical body. He could not walk himself. He did not have the muscular frame. We don't know exactly what his problem was, but his legs might have been turned in and his legs might have been destroyed. I don't know what happened, but I know this. He had to be carried to the temple every single day and his whole purpose every single day single day was to beg and ask for money. Now I want you to realize that this is not the first day he was there. He was there his entire life. Listen, I'm showing you this now. I don't care what your problem has been, even if it's been your entire life, I want you to know that there's hope that God has and can, through the name of Jesus Christ, set you free from your problem. Can I hear an amen? child's been listening since she, he was in the womb. Verse 2, and a certain lame man from his mother's womb, okay, verse 3, who's seeing Peter and John, so he could see, about to go into the temple, asked for alms, said, can, I, can you give me something? I'm hungry. And fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting, listen, he wasn't expecting a miracle. He was expecting money. Then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you. Turn to someone and say, I got it. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Look at someone and say, hey, I'm no different from Peter and John. Pinch someone, make sure they're flesh. How many of you got dressed this morning? Thank you, Jesus. How many of you brushed your teeth this morning? And everybody next to you said, thank you, Jesus. I want you to know, so did Peter and so did John. Peter had to get dressed. Now, listen, I don't think they had deodorant. Jesus. But I do want you to know this, that they were as human as you are. They were as fleshly as you are. But something was different in, many, in, them, in them that might be in you. And that is, they did not carry the name of Jesus as some religious tag saying, I think I'm going to heaven. But they had a relationship with Jesus. They walked and talked with Jesus. They knew Jesus. Jesus told them, if you saw me do it, you do it. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I possess. Come on now, shout, I'm possessed. Such as I possess, I give to you in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, I command you to rise and walk. Woo. You see, until this becomes real to you, then you're always afraid to pray for somebody because you think it's about you. You think it's about what if, what if it doesn't work. Bob, I'm, 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 who, who, who do you think you are? 
We don't work in the power of our might. We work in the power of his might. We don't heal in the power of our name. We heal in the power of his name. We don't walk in what we can do. We walk in the strength and power of who he is. You see, God has called you. God has appointed you. God has ordained you. And he said, I'm giving you something that the world doesn't have. They might use my name, but you can use my name. They might say my name, but you can live in my name. They might mutter my name, but you have the authority to invoke heaven to earth, to bind up sickness, to cast out devils, to move in the supernatural with my name. But it's not just the name. Our text. Through faith in the name of Jesus, this man was healed. You got to believe in the name of Jesus. Everything you and I get from heaven comes through the name of Jesus. But it's not just saying the name of Jesus. There are many that have said the name of Jesus. There are many that have parented the name of Jesus. There are many that have muttered the name of Jesus. And it has done nothing. Why? Because it's not just the name of Jesus. You've got to know who you are. You've got to know who Christ is. You've got to know what he's put inside of you. That you are not weak, but you are strong. And that the words that you speak are life and death. And you can stand up there in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And you can call that sickness. You can speak to that man's legs. You can speak to his ankles. You can speak to his muscles and you can command them in Jesus name. Be made whole. But many have said the name of Jesus even good Christian folks but don't have faith in the name of Jesus. So you've got to have faith in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you something. I've been, I've, been, I've been praying this for about seven, eight months. Been living this text seven, eight months. Speaking the name of Jesus. And then if you're around me, you'll hear me say, and faith in the name of Jesus. Because I'm reminding myself, it is not a magic wand. But what you and I and who you and I possess is greater and abnormal to what this world has to offer. But if the church does not have faith in the name of the one who died on that cross and rose again to show his power on the third day, then we will be mute, we will be neutered, just like the rest of the world. Yes, we'll go to heaven. Yes, we love God, but we will not be used by God because heaven does not and is not invoked by our wishes, our hopes, our wonder, it is invoked only through faith in the name of Jesus. The truth is, without Jesus, your life cannot be transformed. Without Jesus, you cannot be a new man, a new woman. We don't go to heaven because we're good people. We don't go to heaven because we're sincere. We don't go to heaven because of our tag from childhood in religion. We are only going to heaven by faith through grace or by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. Accept him as your Lord and Savior. Living for him, that's the only way to heaven. There's no other name under heaven which while you shall be saved, but by the name of Jesus. Listen, I'm here because I have a message for you. Jesus loves you. Jesus wants to forgive you. Jesus wants to want you to know beyond a shadow of a doubt you're going to heaven today. And there's only one way. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
No man comes to the Father but by me. There's not many religions. There's not many way. There's only one way, and that's through Jesus. If you'd like to receive the Lord, I want to pray with you right now. Bow your head. Let's pray right out loud. Jesus, I thank you that you died on the cross. Jesus, I thank you that you love me. Jesus, I thank you that right now you have a plan for my life. I surrender my life to you. I declare that you are God. I declare you rose from the dead. I declare you're coming again. And I surrender my heart and say, Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Make me a child of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on now. It's about, it's about not just starting, but finishing. We got to finish strong. We want to teach you, train you, develop you, mature you. Go to our website. You can watch live stream. But better yet, get down here, 16 Level Acres Drive, 9 or 11. Or if you're in Ithaca, 609 West Clinton Street, 9 and 11. Or in Mansfield, Pennsylvania, Lambs Creek Road at 11 a.m. every Sunday morning. We love you. God's got a plan for you. God has miracles for you. It's time to become part of the family of God and grow, grow, grow. Come on now. I'll see you in just a little bit.